So the other day, Lara was sitting around a group of her and her friends. It was about four or five women. And they all started talking about hobbies, partially because me and the husbands had pulled out my disc golf basket and had like placed it in the empty lot in front and we were all throwing discs. Mm -hmm. And so all of them were like, oh my God, I want to get into this. And so they proceeded (laughs) to then have a conversation about hobbies. And one of the things that I overheard Lara say was that Chris has like, six or seven hobbies and I have zero. And then all of the other women were like, yeah, I don't even have one. I think one, one lady had one hobby. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like barely a hobby, like something that that wouldn't really count. Do you feel that way? 100%. Like even you saying that the guys, like you pulled out your basket and you got your discs out. I'm just thinking that this is like a scenario that plays out for me where we're all like socializing us like women are socializing and the guys are like throwing the football or also in my house throwing discs yeah. but you know they're always throwing the football or always like they've got to be doing something active like or it's even watching the football game i know that's not like a hobby yeah. but guys for, or for like some maybe for sports it's like oh i do a fantasy draft you know like or the fantasy yeah football. They're always or something like that. Doing something. Like, yeah. It's a lot of doing. And I totally agree. I don't have a hobby. I'm talking to my therapist about this right now, like my business partner. I've been telling her, like, I don't even know what I enjoy. Like, how does one find a hobby? How do you start a ho- How do you find time for a hobby? That is what, like, that's what I, I want to know. As, like, somebody who has a thousand hobbies, Chris, how do you even find it? Like, st- I neglect the other things I need to be doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> i'm literally like i don't have time like from i feel like is this does this go back to like gender norms or like is it gender norms marriage norms that sounds about right like the well i was wondering so i i was wondering like is this a thing that like if you poll you know the, the the greater percentage would lean towards most women or more women saying that they don't have a hobby than than more women saying that they do Right, because like, what are hobbies? Like, right. if you can think and name off some yeah, hobbies, yeah, let's define it. Let's like, okay. So let me list off all of my hobbies. Okay, I'll just okay. kind of try to spout them out. Okay. Um. Uh. So I would say number one right now is disc golf for sure, and then after that, it's probably video games, um, playing Xbox. Uh, after that, I hunt when it's hunting season. So shooting my bow, got that. Um, smoking meat. I would also say is another hobby that I have another one that I want to get into that Lara will not let me get into, which she's probably right fully so about it, but is woodworking. (laughs) I want to go down that rabbit hole. Really? That's also, Oh yes. There's something about just making something. Oh, that's my dad's hobby. He makes everything. He makes all, Oh, you know, you probably know that all my furniture, like every, all of my furniture was all made by my dad. Yeah. Those are, those are kind of the top five, top four or five that kind of come to my mind. And Lara's like, she doesn't have a hobby. I can't come and, up with one. And so her problem is, is like, she, Netflix. I'm like, okay, babe, whatever, like, yeah, let's get you a hobby. Because and part of the reason, like, I really do want her to have a hobby, but I also want to stop feeling bad that I have all these hobbies and she doesn't have any. So I'm like, we'll spend the money. What do you want? Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. And so then at that point, then she has to figure it out. And that's the hard part is her figuring out what it is. It wasn't time for her. It was like, 
I don't even know what I like anymore is kind of what yeah. she said. Yeah, I told somebody recently like, well, I was getting a spray tan. This is where this started for me. Well, I started before that. I've been struggling with this for a while. Um, probably the last few months I've been struggling with like, what do I even enjoy anymore? But like outside of working. Um, yeah. But I was getting a spray tan in Houston recently. And the girl that was doing our spray tan, she's like a 24-year-old badass who's like building this like freaking amazing company for spray tanning. And I just look at her and I'm like in her fancy car. She's 24 years old. And she's like, I she told me her age. And I was just like, you're freaking kidding me. Like, I feel like we're the same person. And like, I was such a baby at 24, you know, and that wasn't that long ago. But anyways... I don't know how we got on the topic, but she, I think we were talking about friends and we were talking about it because Becca, my like sister has Mm -hmm. so many great friends, like the best people I've like ever met in my life are all of her friends. And I don't say that about wedding parties often. Like I just never am like, Oh wow, this is a great group of girls. Yeah. Like sometimes there's a great one. And then other times I'm like, man, why aren't you guys nicer to your bride? You know, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. I know. I totally understand. But these girls were so selfless and kind. And like, she knows them through all these different avenues and like, they're just amazing and we're talking about friends and we're like wow these girls are great and she's like I know I don't even have friends anymore like I started running a business and then like I always had to say no to things and people stopped inviting me and I'm like girl yes same I feel you this is what the 24 year old is saying yeah yeah okay and I'm like okay so then she's like I don't even know what my personality is anymore like my personality is spray tanning spray tanning is my personality I'm like I have never related to something more in my life like oh man that I, now we're getting into some deeper things yeah outside I did. of that's hobbies my, yes well and I feel like maybe that's kind of we get so lost and caught up in and our identity becomes like kind of one thing like I feel like for moms like their identity becomes wrapped up in being a mom and Blair's like talked about this before for me my identity is being wrapped up as like a business owner not even like a wife it's like a business owner and I don't know how to have more than just that and maybe that's part of it is that uh, our identity or like they get wrapped up being a bride like and we hear that a lot where they're just women are wrapped up really in a bride interesting territory and they that lose themselves into. So when I was a pastor, oh no, yes, actually this has happened multiple times, but I'll talk about the pastor one. Okay. And I, I knew who I was when I had that. It was like my identity. It was every, it it was my identity is what it was. I was, I would literally introduce myself and say, hi, my name's Chris Cerna. I'm the youth pastor at fill in the blank church. Yeah. And when I didn't have that anymore, it was almost like I got into this identity crisis. Uh, I also experienced something like this with a relationship that I was in before. Like I knew who I was in this relationship. And then outside of that, I, then I didn't know who I was Mm. anymore. And so there was like this loss of identity. And so I'm wondering what this connection is between identity and hobbies. Cause I actually do think there's something there because hobbies, like you have to know what you like, or you have to at least even be able to maybe have some free time to be able to pull away from the thing that might be taking up all of your time, whether that's yeah. running a business or being a mom. Like Lara has talked about that before. I know she's talked to her therapist about that like whole thing. 
mm-hmm. as an I don't experience that as a dad, but I also know that those are two different things. Those are kind of really. But big. why don't you like? Why is it easier for men to? be able to like disassociate with one, like not be so all consumed in, and this is probably not all men and it's not all women, but yeah. why is it easier? Do For you us think? to have six or seven hobbies. Yeah. And us to not even know one. Like I'm like, I can barely put food on the table for myself, let alone think about picking up a hobby. And also if I picked up a hobby, what hobby would that be? And what goes in my mind is, it's kind of wasting my, like, it's not that it's wasting my time, but in order for me to like have that hobby, I'd have to be not productive in some other avenue of life. Like my house would falter. My business would falter. Like, yeah, it's just, I picked up plants, right? Like I picked up plants Yeah. and like, yeah, I'd consider that. I don't know how much of a, right. Unless you're like doing like what Ashley K does and she's like at nurseries all the time yeah you know like yeah and i I definitely felt like that was a hobby for a period of time during like the winter my slower months but then when work got busy like my plants are kind of see them not a bunch of them they're not like thriving at the moment (laughs) i've definitely (laughs) been forgetting to water them but they're alive some of them most of them there's a dead one behind me, but <laughs> that was a hobby there for a second. But now yeah. that like business has picked up, like I'm like, I don't have time for that. And so why, I, are, why do you, so what, what goes on in your head? You asked me like, how do you have the time yeah. for it? And I was like, I neglect the work that I should be doing. But I also think for me, I've realized like, okay, either I can sit here and I can pound my head against this wall or, and like, be semi-productive but miserable or I can go and do something that I really really enjoy get a high from it and then come back and be in a better place to work and I'll be more productive um I think that's where it's gotten to me is to where I've placed a value and I'm not saying you don't I'm just saying this is what I do is that right I've really I place a high value on fun in my life and trying to have fun um and so I wonder if like some of that has to do with like maybe a little bit of immaturity you know how Men can tend to be a little more, little less mature, a little more on the immature side than women. Even like pre-teenage, you know, you take a a ten-year-old girl and she's more mature than a thirteen-year-old boy. Like, yeah, that's that's something that kind of exists that I kind of feel like. And so, I wonder if it's just you know guys kind of holding on to this like fun aspect of themselves that they don't want to lose like so i'm gonna play basketball with my friends or i'm gonna play video games or i'm gonna play disc golf or i'm gonna go fishing like this other thing to where it's like i have to hold on to something because if not i feel like i'm literally just withering away well it's also you saying all of those hobbies they all involve other people yeah like none of those really they're side by side they're side by side things like you're not alone in them. And when I think of what hobbies I could do, this is just interesting. I'm thinking like my mind doesn't go to go join a freaking, I don't know, gym or like, like yeah. cr- I think CrossFit because that, okay. that's very CrossFit, community. Yeah. Um, what like and something else that's like group that I feel like or like a softball league. There we go. Okay. Like my mind doesn't go there. My mind goes to I'm going to pick up That's a hobby. I'm going to read or I'm going to 
paint or like those are the, yeah. the hobbies that enter my mind when I think of hobby. And when you think of hobby and my husband thinks of hobby, he thinks of disc golf, basketball at the YMCA. Ashley's husband, he plays basketball at the YMCA or like online gaming with his friends. I think, and I think a lot of that goes back to just like not wanting to feel lonely because you think about it, like we jump into our careers, you know, professionally, like you, you get to an age, like, I don't know, whenever you graduate college, I don't know what that age is. Is that like 23, 22? Yeah. Around something like that. that. Ish. Mm-hmm. You jump into your career, you get a couple years into your career. Let's say you're 25. And at 25, I think as a guy, you're starting to look around and you're realizing your circle's getting smaller and smaller. Your friends are moving away. They're getting married. They're joining, you know, they're off at the military. They've been in the military, like things are happening. And so you're looking around going like, wow, my circle's kind of getting small. And then you want to find things to do. And then finding things to do, you want to like share them with your other friends. Like, oh, I want us to do this together. Or can we do this together? So I think there's always like this camaraderie aspect. And and then even as like teenage boys, like we're always doing things together. Yeah, I agree with the com- camaraderie. Like Justin's, he'll like, when he talks about his glory days, He's talking about he like... He talks about glory days? Well, I quoted that because I'm calling them <laughs> his glory days. Like yeah. the days that I think he looks back on his life the most fondly. And some people, it's like college. Justin, it was when he was in the military away at school. And they all had this thing in common. And just like if yeah. you think of like sororities or dorm houses, like everybody has this shared experience. And I think he's constantly like kind of chasing that and how he can get that same brotherhood where you know what though he's that's really common i've had so many military friends who say that i have one friend who told me he got out of the military he was in it for quite some time uh he got out and he said he went through like nine or ten jobs in a series of a year because he was looking for that same sense of purpose and belonging that the military gave and he just couldn't find it. Yeah. So that doesn't belonging. surprise me that he he felt that way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's interesting that all of your hobbies, I feel like not nothing was like alone. I'm doing this yeah. solo. Um except disc golf. You can do that solo. It's just better with other people. Right. Um, yeah. Well then women you think they have like they read, but then they have their book clubs where they can also get that community. But anyways, what I think, what do you think that this does to a relationship for somebody to have the hobbies and then somebody to not have the hobbies? We're both in relationships where this is the dynamic. So we recording this are like, if we're both having the same situation, other people are experiencing this probably too. So what, what do you think? What impact do you think this has? I think it it kind of sets a precedent for resentment to kind of start to build um, because I think, so at least I can't speak for you and Justin, but I can speak for Lara and I, like a lot of times like Lara has on her mind the things that need to get done in the house. Like we need to do laundry, we need to do this, we need to do that. And so she's looking at a long to-do list, a long task list. And it's like, I've already been cranking away, you know, doing my stuff and I'm like, Oh, okay. I want to go out and I want to do this. And then she never tells me no, but I also know, like I can just see the body language, the things that's like, you're going and doing this. There's things that need to be done here. I wish I could go off and do things, but I'm 
focusing on this or I'm placing a higher priority on getting the dishes done, the laundry folded, the kids taken to the splash, you know, whatever, like, and so I think some resentment can start to build. And then the other thing would be if I said, okay, you go do what you want to do and then I'll stay and then I can go. It would be the frustration of, well, I don't even know what I would do. Like yeah. that, that, that whole scenario has been one that has legitimately played out many times yeah. in our household. Yeah. And so there's resentment for you get to go do this thing that you like. And then there's a resentment that like you, you have figured out not just one, but multiple things that you like. And I can't even, Think I don't even one. know what that's like. Yeah. 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 I would echo everything that you said in the first part where like Justin can go do his hobby, which is disc golf. And I am here. I can't even consider what I would do because I, the house needs to be cleaned. The dishes need to be done. Dinner needs to be cooked because I know you're probably not going to do any of those, which is totally actually normally true. But yesterday I got to sit here in my office and Justin did all the things. It was great. Whoa. Yeah. He's, he came in and he was like, I just feel like I need to support you more. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Did you almost cry? You're like, yeah, oh my it was God. great. This like, is what I've been me. wanting to hear it, forever. Yeah, it was so good. Lara would die if I said that. It Maybe was, I'll say that. It was great. He's like, I just feel like I need to support you more. So then he brought in food and did all this so I could work because I feel like by the time I'm done with work and like he goes and he plays, like A, I like it when he goes and plays because then I get to work uninterrupted. Yeah. But I, he also comes home and he's like, you can't hang out with me yet. And I'm like, no, because now I'm done working and now there's crap to do. And yeah, yeah, there's like no release. But I also feel like that's kind of a, this can go back to an episode that we released with Mackenzie Chris on margin and like Mm -hmm. rhythm and giving yourself time and permission to do these things. And my therapist and this, we can go into like finding hobbies, but my therapist was like, Ashley, like if you can't take care of yourself, so there's four aspects of life. There's like your career. And this is for my therapist. So I'm sure everybody has different ways of doing things. I'm but so excited to hear all this. There's your career, your like work school, or there's, or and there's relationships, there's health, and there's pleasure, pleasure, joy, fun, oh, whatever. You okay. Put. So you said career. Health, relationships, pleasure. Yes. And she's like, work is currently taking up like my entire life. If I looked at my life like a pie chart, work is taking up my whole thing. And she was like, so what I want you to do is we're not going to focus on your career and we're not going to focus on your relationships right now because we first need to focus on your joy and we need to focus on your health. Because I'm like neglecting those two things. I'm neglecting all three things, but I'm neglecting everything for work. And she's like, so let's find your joy. Because if your joy and your cup is not fulfilled and you're not having fun, she's like, why are you like, why do you feel like it's like life's worth living? Like it is worth living, but is it worth living for your career? You're probably going to say no. Like you live your life for your relationships, but you can't tend to those until you're like finding joy within you. Like and I'm totally internal. seeing, I'm totally seeing how this then correlates to the episode that we recorded with Mackenzie. Yeah, because it's all about the margin, like having that time so that you can focus on those other pieces of the pie. Yes, like um, you have to prioritize it. And how are you going to prioritize it? Well, 
So I'm like, okay, so I need to set aside time to literally work and I need to set aside time to find, this is my homework, is like, what are things that you enjoy? And I told her I didn't know. And she's like, well, let's think about like childhood, Ashley. Like what a childhood Ashley like. Okay. And so that's a You're good like foundation. Doing math. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did like math. Did you? Oh, yeah, no. I did. I liked, but I also like to read. So that's why I think I keep bringing that up because I did enjoy reading. But whatever you liked as a child, you're going to also like as an adult. It's just you have to figure out ways to like incorporate it. So I was doing my dishes because on the spot, I didn't have any response to what she said. I'm like, I don't know. I like to watch Netflix. I don't know what I liked as a kid. And so I'm doing dishes and I realize I really loved, and I did tell her this, I loved music, but I loved to like choreograph dances. No <laughs> way. I loved it. And this sounds really stupid to say. I haven't said it out loud yet until like right now, but. No, not at all. I loved to choreograph dances. And so thinking of like childhood me getting a new Britney Spears song and choreographing a dance to the song sometimes and I'd be like sometimes I run <laughs> and I'd like do like the running move oh my god but it's just like that used to bring me so much joy and it's like okay maybe I do that now like there's t- all these TikTok dances like maybe oh I'd actually enjoy learning the TikTok dances because like maybe it'd actually bring me real joy to do that so you know Lara and I have actually talked about for one of our workouts for a day is Mm -hmm. dancing together. So I, we got, I got, not we, I got so trashed on the 4th of July. Like I, it's been a minute since I've drank that much. Yeah. And then I'm now, I never want to drink again, but we were dancing to, uh, like Mexican music. My dad was here and like Lara and I, I was like, come on, Lara, come out and dance. And so we like legitimately pulled up a YouTube video and we're like trying to figure out how to do, Oh my God. Dance to that specific type of music. And we were sweating our asses off. Yeah. And I sobered up for a little bit because I was sweating so much. But we were like, wow, this would be really fun. And then we talked about like starting to do that. And then she was like, we could even do some TikTok like videos. Yeah. You know which one I think is the coolest? You know, the one where they like slow down the dance and then they do it really fast and it's kind of like a shuffle. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. Ashley K can do that thing. Of course. Can she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, oh cool. so I'm sure I can find multiple videos of her doing that. But so yeah. you're getting to this childhood thing, I think is super important because at what point in our lives do we let go of those things that we love? Like, is it purely because of responsibility? For like, me, yeah. Like, that was not valuable time. Oh, let me ask you this. Okay. In your family. Mm hmm. Is there anything that comes to mind with family of origin with this? Did your family prioritize fun and pleasure? Or did they prioritize career mostly? No, definitely not career, but we, they prioritized socializing, like being around people. So like like, relationships? Yeah. Lots of barbecues, like sitting around the table and talking. So I love, I do love to do that. But um, that was prioritized, but like fun wasn't necessarily like fostered um okay except we went and did fun things and but we went camping and like hiking but that was all like relationship um so i lost i i don't know at what age i I was probably like middle school and then i would just socialize with my friends and we wouldn't like 
do fun stuff like make dances anymore or like just yeah. play tag or hide and seek like that kind of stuff yeah, because at that age it's like school. you know all starting to get all about boys and yeah know, yeah and so we like, like that. i started watching a lot of movies and like but in my, i always had to have my chores done and like which is fine i just think i lost then the balance of like getting as an adult getting my chores done my chores never end as an adult so yeah i never figured out and still am like 100 percent working on drawing a boundary for my chores so i can then play like the play got lost in translate it got lost in growing up you know well you know and then i think if you even think about how we were like our days were formatted or scheduled when we were old, when we were, you know, in school, it's like, you know, you wake up, you go to school, you're there from eight to three 30 or, or whatever. And yeah. then after school, like, sure you have to do homework, but I then never you got did to play. homework. I never did homework. Play. And then yeah. you got to play. There was a cutoff yeah. time. It's like you got off work and then you could play. And yep. so I wonder if like, and you were talking about, I think you even told me today and we were talking about like trying to figure out our schedule for what worked best for you and what worked yeah. best for me to record today. You're like, I'm trying to close my computer at five today. Yes. So is that like an example of you like trying to yes. set a boundary so that you can then spend time? Well, that's the other thing though, is because then at that point, maybe you want to do something to fill your cup, but then maybe your partner wants to spend time with you. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, what percentage it's like, there almost has to be some sort of time cut there too for the for the after school activities you know yeah I and that's like the kind of a problem is like and she's she told me this my therapist she said like you have to figure out who you are as an individual and like what you enjoy as an individual so that's something that I have to prioritize and need to prioritize is filling up my cup outside of my relationship cup because I can't feel she's because in my relationship, like just to be fully transparent, like we're struggling and she gave me because I like kept explaining and really it's because of how I spend my time because he wants more of me and I feel like the candles burning on all ends like and there's not just two ends. There's like 12. And yeah. when I'm explaining things to her, like within my relationship and I told Justin this, I thought it was such a good example for how I feel she's like you feel like your arm is like extended and your husband is on the other side of your arm and you're like just trying to constantly like give yourself some space and she's like I think what's going on potentially within you because you constantly feel like you're like give me a little bit of space versus like allowing him in is that you need to figure out what you like like what do you, what is Ashley like in her space and in her bubble and you've ignored that for probably at least eight years in my business that I don't, I'm not filling up my personal cup anymore. Yeah. So I can't, if I'm not filling up my cup, I think this is the point of this episode and why I thought it was so important. And you are also experiencing it. If we're not like becoming who we are as individuals, we're literally not allowing our relationship to flourish because who are you if well, you're it's not it's hard to it's hard to want to be around anyone else when you're miserable or you don't feel good or you right. feel drained like yeah it, you, it's like you have nothing left to give it's like you're always in this like constant mode that's depleted so how can like 
Literally, how can you give any part of yourself to your partner? Yeah. When any of us, we know none of us can do it. Right. And and so I've noticed this sometimes with Lara. It's like I'm feeling really affectionate. I'm like want to be all cuddly yes, and stuff. Yes, Justin and she, too. Okay. And she needs a moment because she's like, okay, the kids have been on me all day and the dog and I just need, and it's like, well, where's that coming from? Well, I know where it's coming from. It's coming like she has not had time to do something that she enjoys or time to like just <laughs> be Lara yes. uh, outside of mom, wife, yes. you know, all of that stuff. And so it's, it's so interesting to where this conversation has taken us, but I, I think the made, importance of it, yeah. go ahead, what are you going to say? Well, I just made this connection that like you want to be affectionate towards your wife. Justin wants to be affectionate towards me. And I literally have my arm out literally and mentally where I'm like, give me my space because he has hobbies. You have hobbies. Yeah. You both want to be around your partner and your partners maybe don't always want to be around you. And maybe this all correlates back to having a hobby, finding themselves like being yeah. your own individual person and giving yourself the space to do so because that's, again, you do it. You want to be affectionate. So maybe if I have a hobby, I will want to be like closer to my husband. So well, many- and I will say like, I've always, I've noticed like whenever Lara does, so Lara's like the things that she does to get away now. And we talked about this with Greta, kind of like self-care. Um, but like sometimes she'll go and she'll get her nails done or she'll go and get a pedicure or she'll go and do their, I wouldn't say they're hobbies. They're just things, things that, that make you her kinda, feel good. Yeah. That, yeah. It is a source of pleasure, but I wouldn't say it's a hobby. They're like these one-off things. Like I'm going to go get a coffee and go sit at the park, something like that to where she comes back and she's happier. She's way happier than she was that when she left because she was able to take time for herself. So she's able to be, you know, a little more affectionate or, not be as frustrated, you know, with the kids when they're like crowding her and kind of suffocating her. The resentment like dissolves. Yeah. But that stuff can also build back up like over time. Like if you haven't, and now I know like when I'm really stressed and I haven't done my thing, like I don't, I'm not pleasant to be around Mm -hmm. like at all. Like the other day my family was in town and me and my dad got into a big argument about religion and like all sorts of stuff things that we probably shouldn't have talked about. And I got way more passionate than I should have, but I was still feeling it the next day in my body. Like it was still there. We've talked about this. Would you say it was like the body keeps this? The body holds on to that stress until you release it. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to go play disc golf. Like I'm getting out of it. And my, at that point my dad had gone both two days in a row with us. And I was like, I'm not even inviting him. Matthew, it's my little brother. Let's Mm go. So we went and we did it. And I was a hundred times better. It was like, I'd release it all. I like, took some time to fill my cup and came back and was a pleasant human being that, yeah. that day. But yeah. it's like, you got to do something. I feel like every day, maybe it's not, maybe it's not disc golf every day, but you got to have a moment to yourself every mm-hmm. day. Yeah, I agree. I think I am practicing doing something for myself for the last like four days. And I, I'm like laughing more. And like, this is weird yeah. too, because I, I'm not like generally like, laughy at home because I'm like kind of like um tightly bound and I've just been like laughing and I'm not faking it like sometimes I feel like I because Justin you know he is throwing jokes all day long he's hilarious and I don't find him that funny (laughs) (laughs) but I also I there was a comedian who said that once like 
her spouse is always throwing jokes and she's like, everyone else thinks he's funny. I don't. And that's how I feel with Justin. But uh, but the- I wonder if this has to come back to like, because Larry says the same thing sometimes too. She doesn't think I'm that funny. And there's a lot of people that think I'm funny. And, but it could, and she, I do notice that she smiles more, laughs yes. more. Like when she has these moments. Yeah. So less I've frowns, been laughing. Smiles. I've been laughing or been smiling. I've been enjoying him more. And I think that I hold a lot of resentment normally. And I know he holds some resentment as well because I'm never around. So it's just been, it's been really cool to kind of see this, like I'm even just making small changes because the last few days I've worked 12 hour days. So, but I'm making little changes and they're even like impacting us. So it's been really cool. But as far as like finding hobbies, I think it's important that we collectively all find whatever that hobby is you know and like yeah. i don't have tips for people who have them already but well i actually think you shared a tip that you may not have realized but it's just what your therapist asked you like what did you enjoy as a kid like that's a really good place to start yeah and i think there's a sense of um nostalgia that is automatically gonna have feel goods associated mm-hmm. with it like if you cannot take yourself too seriously like maybe you danced uh, and we're in like on sixth grade cheer. Right. Like, Lara ran track when she was in fourth grade, but she would not do that now. Like, but, but she really enjoyed dancing. It was just, it's so funny. You said that because she was a dancer. She loved choreographing stuff, but she almost takes herself too seriously. So she can't really do just it. Cause she's gonna, yeah, yeah, she can't have fun with that one. But I think that's a good place to start is to ask yourself that question. What did you enjoy as a child? Yeah. Cause for me it was video games and I still love, that's still a form of, it's still something men collectively are allowed for whatever reason to still enjoy and never really give up. Well, it, there is a stigma with it though. Like oh. are you grown ass man playing video games. Like it, it it's like it, it's tolerated. I don't feel like it's, it's accepted. It's, but it's still tall to- and men still do it though. Like Justin yeah. will still play video games. All of his friends will still play video games. Yeah. The wives, maybe get annoyed as including myself but that's like i think a maybe it's because relationship for if me, they but. go on a freaking 10 hour binge where that's all they do yes it's like there's got to be these boundaries like yeah justin hey. will like play for like two hours now and yeah i also welcome it because it gives me work time but some work time it's so bad i keep saying that to my therapist and she's like ashley and i'm like well it just gives me time to work but i was just so not able to work because i felt so smothered so anyways we've inflicted all these boundaries and it's good things are 100 percent on the up it's been great but yeah. yeah i love that you also shared this whole thing about a pie like just think of a pie chart a circle with drawn into four quadrants like and you might even ask yourself like which of these like so maybe you're someone who you've been focusing solely on your relationship but have neglected everything else and you've i don't know like it might not just be pleasure for some people but this could just be a really good kind of exercise to evaluate where you're at in your life. Maybe you're focusing on all three, but neglecting your career, you know, Mm -hmm. like you got to try to have some sense of balance amongst these things. Yeah. And it's, she explains it. Like if you look at it from above, from like an aerial view and it's like, would you be proud that this is what your life looks like? And then it's, it's like, if not. And so right now my job, and so I guess something I can pass on to you guys is like, look at that. And since the episode we're talking about now is hobbies. And if you're still listening, it's resonating. Like 
what is one thing that you can do for yourself every day and like just try to do that one thing each day this week and see how it impacts you. So for me, mm-hmm. it, well, I, I don't even know what it was. One of them was like getting on my Peloton and I have yet to do that, but I didn't 12 hour days the last three days. So I'm doing it today. But one of them was Peloton and one of them was something else. I don't know. But do it. Like, what is that one thing? And like, do it every day. Like, is it reading for a little bit? Read for a little bit. Is it play video games for a little bit? Play video games for a little bit. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, it's. I think it's really, really, really important. And if you find yourself, you know, starting to resent your partner, like it could be a sign that like, wow, I really need something to like figure this out and try to loop them into it. Like, Hey, you have these hobbies. I want some hobbies too. What are some things you think I'd enjoy? Ask your mom, you know, Hey mom, what did I enjoy doing as a kid? What are some things that you think I'd enjoy? Maybe. And I don't see this as much with women. I'm sure I know there are women that have hobbies, but like, what do you see other people doing that you think might be something? And it could be something that like, you've never, you don't even, you've never done it, but it's like, huh, let me try that. I'm going to try, uh, rollerblading. Like I'm going to buy a pair of rollerblades and I'm going to go rollerblade or I'm going to go golf. Like I've actually know a lot of women who have really enjoyed golfing or just like not even like playing for real, but like going to the driving range and just yeah. driving. Um, something that can be yours and something that can be your own. I think that would be really, really, really good. And I think that's vital. It's your own. Like it was, I was talking to Justin about it and he was like, why? Well, what's something we could do together? And I'm like, no. No. Yeah. That is not the point here. <laughs> That's a good boundary. I'm glad like, you said that. This is for me. Like, what can I do for me? So, yeah. That's good stuff. Well, good stuff. if if you have some ideas, man, we would love to hear maybe some hobbies that you guys have. Uh, I'll I'll ask in our Facebook community um, if people have any hobbies and what those are, and maybe they can share some, and we can try to get a good a good list out there of yeah, some get things. inspired get get some inspiration going but um anyways do you have anything else i don't that was fun i liked that that was that went a complete not a completely different direction but like a really helpful deep direction it was good yeah maybe we should try to do some sort of update whenever you do find yeah yeah and let people know absolutely and then I will probably also have another hobby by the time you do <laughs> you, You're doing good, do though. That. You're sticking with the same hobby. That is improvement in yeah. your life. I've so, Lara, or so Lara I actually told me, she was like, I, I only thought you'd do disc golf for three months. And it's been, I think it's been like four. But yeah, but still, I'm in it. I'm yeah. not giving it up. That's awesome. I'm going to get a disc tattooed on my arm. No, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a fantastic weekend. See you later.